Hey everyone, this is Nicole. Um, just wanted to let you guys know that I had some technical difficulties and the last half of the show did not record, but I was able to salvage um, pretty much all of the show except for the emails and the quiz. So around the uh, one hour and 15 minute mark, you'll probably hear Stephanie just stop talking about tanking. Um, but uh, I will uh, insert in the quiz, which will actually give you a chance to win um, the raid documentary tickets at BlizzCon. So be sure if you're going to BlizzCon or if you live in the LA area, check out the quiz um, and you might get a chance to go to a pre-screening. Um, looks like a really cool movie. So um, thanks again for listening and again, apologize for the technical difficulties. Welcome back to Lazy Elite for August 25th, 2010. This is episode 25, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I am Kim. And I am Stephanie. And today we're discussing Fallout 3, Shank, StarCraft 2, Puzzle Quest 2, and the new DLC for Red Dead Redemption. Um, so, yes, you heard it right. We are going to discuss Fallout 3. It is not 2008. <laughs> 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 um, but we decided, since there wasn't a lot going on besides some sports games, we decided to uh, revisit a game that uh, all three of us missed the first time yes. around. Um, and I have to say, I am really happy we went back and uh, tried out this game. So, too. so um, how are you guys doing? It's been a while. Oh, I'm doing awesome. <laughs> just, just great. Working, working hard. I like you. I was traveling all last week, so I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to. I would have really liked to play mm -hmm. more Fallout Three, but I was gone all last week and didn't have a chance to. So yeah, last week I was on traveling. That's why we're we're having a little bit of a, a delay on the recording because both of mm -hmm. us were were traveling. And Stephanie, you were stuck in traffic today, so it's pretty much the yes. same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Southern California traffic. You just can't beat it. <laughs> in, tra in traffic for a week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feels like it. All right. So so like like I said, we're our main game that we're going to be talking about is Fallout 3. And, and um, this was... I didn't realize it was released in 2008. I was thinking it was released last year. Yeah, I was too. I was too. So I was... When I saw that, I was like, wow, this game is pretty old. Mm -hmm. But it's held up well. It's I mean, held I, up really well. I thought I thought it was... I mean, they've got some problems with the graphics. Yeah. I mean, it's an, it's an RPG, um, third-person type shooter game. Well, that's the interesting thing. You can switch your controls to be third-person or first-person. Mm -hmm. You can, but it's very clunky as first-person, I I've found. Been, I've been playing it, it all the way through as first-person. Oh, really? I've been playing it all third-person. Yep. I, I was switching back and forth. <laughs> but yeah, this is an action role-playing game by Bethesda Game Studios, and it's the third, of course, Fallout 3, in the Fallout series. And I think the reason why uh, I know I was looking at the game, because um, Fallout Vegas is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. Which will have the it's voice sounds of Felicia Day and Wayne Newton. 
<laughs> Seriously? Nice. I know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's going to be a visually very cool game, too. I, think so too. I mean, Vegas has a lot of visually cool things anyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, this game is, oh, it's not depressing. It is, but, it is depressing. You know, it, yeah, I guess it kind of is, you know, because it's post apocalyptic. Okay, what, was that word? <laughs> 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 sorry, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not one to say anything. I mispronounce everything. It's like after Tiffany, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, however you say that, I can't. Uh, um, so it does have that feeling to it that you know everything is destroyed and desolate, and you kind of are going through it, and it feels lonely. Mm-hmm. I I felt kind of lo- you know when you had crest a hill and you would just look out and there's just nothing. And you're like, wow. You know, you see the city. It's it's placed in Washington, D.C. and around the D.C. area. That is what was creepy for me because I lived in that area. So when I saw the, <laughs> the tunnel to Falls Church, I'm like, that's just weird. <laughs> because this game takes pl- place in the year um, 2277, 36 years after the settling of Fallout 2 and 200 years after the de- nuclear apocalypse that devastated the game's world so you were saying you know you just felt kind of lonely and as you're scavenging things i'm i'm thinking how's this stuff still around here yeah somebody else hasn't you know taken these spam and food and all kinds of stuff that's what i was well if you notice most of the food would poison you anyway yeah yeah it would heal you a little bit oh but oh and you got a little radiation poison oh so. that you know it just takes <laughs> a raid radax or radax <laughs> so did you guys find this game was was hard i mean i died a lot in this game yeah i, I don't know if it was initially just me. until i figured it out i mean i i um I, I would agree with you i was i was frustrated there for a while um yeah. until i started getting the kind of a hang of the different enemies that we were fighting and just kind of the t- tactical, um, the bullet time functionality, mm-hmm. which yeah. loved it. Um, but I hate it when I would run out of, I can't remember what the, the AP or something like that. I would run out of that, um, in order to do the bullet time. I don't even know what they called it. Attack tower. Attack tower. AP, attack yeah. tower. Mm-hmm. So, that made it yeah, a lot easier. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, why can't I attack this guy? Oh, that's right. I don't. I have to <laughs> build that up. Well, you get spoiled because then you're like, oh, I can't attack. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I just can't use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let me tell you, I was using the baseball bat a lot. Were you? I, I, that was fun. It was fun yeah, to I, practice skulls. Yeah. I, 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 I like to worry about running out of ammo. So I like the too. I had the, the lead pipes and stuff that were. A lot of fun. So I, I guess we should say, for those that haven't played the game, you it's an interesting game because your decisions really affect the, your karma and your place in this world. And if you want to just start killing people and doing all kinds of stuff, you can do that. Or you, can, you could kind of go the good path and do favors for people and, and do different things and how you respond um, really can affect the whole gameplay. So um, I was talking to Mark, and he had played this game, and he played it like pure evil. Mm. And I can't. But I just can't. I can't. I, yeah, yeah I, I just can't say. do that. There's, I don't think I've ever played any game as the bad person. Yeah. You know, no. it, those choices come down to it, and I'm like, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did he find it hard to play the evil person? No. Well, hard 
as in 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 emotionally or you know yeah, i don't i mean i don't think so <laughs> nah, <he's a> guy. <laughs> i think still have emotions it, and, when and, they're and, playing video games <laughs> and what <laughs> save your emails please uh <laughs> yeah I, we're just talking about mark here <laughs> what what he yeah. did say was that it is easier to play this game evil like the game in general, because one of the mercenaries in the town, Megaton, that's the first town, because you start off as a baby and you, you develop either different characteristics and, you know, how you interact with this kid at the birthday party. And you start off in Vault 101. And that's the fallout shelter, basically. And so you, the, the plot of the game is you're hunting for your dad who has left the vault and you're going around to these different towns and inter- interacting with different people and quests. And one of the first um, quests you get in the main town is to try to defuse this bomb, this huge bomb that's mm-hmm. in the center of this town. And you actually get approached by a guy to say, hey, you know, how about you detonate that bomb? And um, apparently Mark... Uh, I, I had picked, um, because I'm a female, I chose to be a female in the game. I was able to, to do, I think it was black widow, which I get to use. Like since I'm a woman, I'm able to charm people a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and so I charmed this guy out of, um, I talked him out of blowing up the place basically. (laughs) Um, and apparently for Mark, he, he's a dude, (laughs) he can really do that and he had to fight him. So it's it's interesting how every person that's going to play this game will will have a unique experience, um, mm-hmm. and you can go straight to DC. That's one of that's the main town, like you said, um, or you can explore the whole area. So you can draw this game out as much as you want, or kind of kind of go along the path. Which the main path is you're searching for your father. That's that's kind of the whole thing. So. It's scary at times too. Are you it guys? Is, yeah, there how, were some. Uh, well, because it you feel lonely. So, or that's <laughs> how I felt. You know, you're walking along and you feel all alone. Yeah. And sometimes things just pop up, and you're like, "Oh, oh my god!" You know, um, and that that did scare me, and it was a little freaky. But I tended to get sidetracked a lot. Kind yeah. of, kind of like in Red Dead Redemption or in those open world type games, because this is mm-hmm. an open world game. You can go do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to get sidetracked a lot in these games and don't really care about the quest so much as just gathering stuff and killing stuff. And, you know, the story doesn't seem as important to me mm-hmm. in these open games that, as it does when it's a more structured environment. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure if open world games are the best ones for me mm-hmm. for finishing it and, and for going along in the storyline. I mean, I played... I don't know, six, seven hours on this game. And I didn't do, but maybe three quests. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I was off killing stuff and mm-hmm. I was stuff and I was selling stuff. I mean, I was doing a lot of fun stuff, but I, I just wasn't following the story and following the quest lines. Did you, do you like the radio stations? I do. Yeah. The radio stations. <laughs> three dog. Oh, yes. <laughs> Gosh, I've heard that so many times. They get a little it's, repetitive, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and some of the songs are kind of like, oh, okay, really? I want to <laughs> um, hear this song again? Because some of them were uh, kind of 
silly songs. I didn't like them, but most of them were pretty cool. And it, mm-hmm. and it lent to the experience of that. It's, it was, you know, the nuclear bomb went off mm-hmm. back back then so yeah cool. it's it's interesting and the the radio stations play into the part of of the whole story as well that's one of your quests that you'll eventually get you have to go to this radio station um stephanie how how are you enjoying the game i, I see this as almost a perfect game for you um you'd think so and if i had not played borderlands before this oh. i probably would be more into it yeah but i I kept comparing it to Borderlands and it would lose every time because, okay, here's, here's apparently this is tip 101 for the apocalypse is a store up or stock up on uh, sheet metal because <laughs> everywhere you go, everything's built out of sheet metal. What the heck is that? I mean, everything. I mean, okay. So are you talking about the, the, the quest where you have to fix the pipes and, Oh, yeah, like every town, yeah. okay, and again, comparing this to Borderlands, oh, same thing. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every town is made up out of every piece of scrap metal that they can just scrounge out of wherever <laughs> they're going from. It's all sheet metal. But um, uh, one of the things that I found um, clunky about the interface was, okay, so uh, this was more realistic in the fact that it, you could only carry so much and then yeah. it would call you over encumbered and can i tell you i misread that the first time because i was in the i was doing the the quest where you had to go into the supermarket and get food and medicine that was hard by the way that was real that was the one that was hardest for me it was very very hard yeah and it and it kept saying you are over encumbered you cannot run and i misread that as you are outnumbered you cannot run. And I was like, oh my God, they're coming for me. What do I do? And, and then, of course, I couldn't run. I literally couldn't run. I was walking very, very slowly. And, and, and I'm carrying all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I have to carry this because I want to sell it. It took mm-hmm. so long to drag my butt back to town. And then I found like, couldn't drop it. Thing. No, because I wanted the money. Heck. You want the but money. You, but. but but I, what, did but you? Then I found I couldn't sell it all because they didn't have enough money to oh, buy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was that was. Like, what did I just do this for? But then, but see, what I started doing was uh-huh. I would sell a bunch of stuff, and then I would buy like all the stim packs. Like I was mm-hmm. going through those like water, oh, and yeah. and then I'd buy something from her, and then I'd sell more to her. Yeah. So that was the only way to get around yeah. it, really, was to just recycle your own money back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to buy this, and then I'll buy this back. And then how you take this, and then I'll buy that back yeah. again. Yeah, like, but okay. that's pretty cool that they, they do that, because it really kind of shows the realism that, you know, these guys wandering the desert yeah. out there, they don't have unlimited funds. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's a barter system in a way. You know, you're bartering for that money, but, you know, it works. I thought um, it was funny that you could drink a nuke, nuke cola and then get a cap which is yes. the currency yes in the, mm-hmm. the cap drink a soda exactly. and get some money <laughs> so oh, yeah I, I mean it, it was interesting but i did feel that the graphics held it back held back the game a while so i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what vegas looks like but that's it, it, if anything that's what got me excited this game got me really excited for vegas yeah so i mean and and, and there are two different versions of fallout 3 there's fallout 3 the original game and then the game of the year edition, which mm. includes all these extra maps and extra content and whatnot. So, I mean, if you're looking to get the game, just be aware that there's two different versions. One's considerably cheaper. One's 
the basic game is under $20. Um, the game of the year edition is uh, $50. So What, um, what platform are you guys playing it on? And Nicole, I know you're playing on PS3 because I saw you playing it. <laughs> Like forever. Yeah, I'm on the PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a little hooked on it. <laughs> I, I was I'm playing on the PC. I got the PC version. And I kinda wish I would have got the PS3 version. I think it would have made a better um the the controls are very um they're not smooth on the PC, you know, like when you're turning and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. When you're turning it's um That's unusual to hear. Yeah, it I I didn't like it, so I'm wondering if it's better on the on the PS3. I'm I don't find anything wrong with it on the PS3. Um, it took me a little while to to make sure I knew where everything was, of course, but it's pretty standard. Um, there's uh, I wanted to ask you guys if you have hacked any computers or picked any locks or any of that stuff. Those little side things that you can do. I tried. <laughs> Tried to hack a computer. The hacking work. a computer a is crazy, especially yeah. when it says very easy. And I'm like, yeah, what's very easy about this? It gives I'm you a- like all of this garbly gook and then you go through the different words. And yeah. then I literally had to go get a piece of paper because <laughs> you get four tries yes. to, to hack a computer. And so you put in and they have the words on the screen. So you basically have to go through probably like 20 words or so and when you put the word in it'll say three out of five and so you got three letters out of those five and then you pick another and then you can see the difference it's that was really frustrating and i found um an interesting uh program online that somebody came up with a program to help you through those stupid dear lord because they change every single time so if you're if you're on your third try it'll say your fourth try will will lock this computer down. Right. And unless you have a certain skill, computer skill that you've picked as one of your perks, you will never get a ch- another chance to um, hack that computer again. Right. So the, the thing to do is you're on your third try. After the third try, if you're not sure what it is, shut it down, just exit out, and then go back in, and then you can do a fourth try. Uh, another four tries. <laughs> But that was that was like a whole nother game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It's like logic puzzles. <laughs> well, and that one, I didn't I didn't like that mini game. And it's you know kind of no. like mini games. I didn't like that one. The no. lock picking was kind of cool. It, I mean, yes. it that one was okay. Yeah, there was, was nothing really special about it. But um, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, there wasn't any real um, mini games that were mm-hmm. fun. But um, I mean, most of the time they're not. I, I don't know of really any mini games that I can think of that I'm like, oh man, I really like the mini game on that. <laughs> no. I do uh, like the mini game in StarCraft Two. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I haven't gone back to that at all. <laughs> we'll come. We'll come to that in a little while. <laughs> so, so all in all, I mean, I, I wish I would have played this in 2008. It came out in October, uh, but honestly, I was thinking back at that time. I pretty much lost two years of my life to nothing but wow and i think that was one of the years (laughs) (laughs) so i can see how i missed this if i was just all about wow at the time but i'm glad i'm playing i i honestly think i might try to finish it so 
and uh, this is a game that I can never finish. Yeah. I, I'll never be able to, because I get so distracted with things, I'll never be able to finish it. it it'll mm-hmm. be one of those games that I'll just pick up and go play mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because I'll just, oh, look, you know, people to fight or <laughs> things to lose, you know, just stuff to look at or, you know, right. I, I get really distracted in these open world so, games. So final, final say on this game for me is um, definitely buy it if you haven't played it. Like Stephanie said, I probably would get the Game of the Year edition. Mm-hmm. I think that's the version I have. So, what about you guys? For me, it's a rental. Rental? Oh, yeah. It's for me. It's a buy. I got the Game of the Year edition, and it's a buy for me because it's a it's a game that I can pick up and play, you know, whenever. And it, I I enjoy the look of it too. I like that kind of depressing. <laughs> You know, borderlands. <laughs> and this came first, so you can't really say it's a Borderlands look. But <laughs> but, for, but for me, it's a you know I played Borderlands first, yeah. so pale so comparison. You're gonna have that rented out for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it did get me interested in the, in the Vegas. Yeah, I'm, I have high hopes for that. But uh, yeah, I, I won't. I I would just rent Fallout Three. Very so. cool. Well, cool. I'm glad we went. We did a little rewind and uh, try, yeah, sure. tried out a, a game from the past. So, yeah. All right. Cool. So um, what else have you guys been playing? Um, I know for me, like I said, I've been still playing StarCraft II. I haven't gotten back to the single campaign, but I have oh. been, I've been playing some multiplayer and stinking it up. <laughs> <laughs> have you been playing with anybody or just um, playing against people you don't know? Well, no, I don't. I don't. I stink so, too much to play any random person. I would rather my friends know how much I suck. <laughs> so, so last night um, I played with John Funk, who is so good. I hate him so much because he's so good. But uh, Dills and Mark and myself were all playing uh, four against four AI. So we were just playing the AI. And, oh. and we did. It's nice with the AI because you can kind of, try out new strategies just get the lay of the board so we played the i think it's the megaton board which is funny because there's a town called megaton in star or in fallout so anyway but the map is very um long so you're you're kind of grouped up together and there's a couple different places so we're trying to figure out the strategy for this one board and we tried a couple different things and we were playing all, all of the ai were on hard mode um Interesting enough, we beat it on three hard and one medium the game before. Mm, <laughs> so, nice. But four hard, we were like, eh, we got to get different strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we tried a couple of different things. And, and uh, yeah, just it, it's, it's challenging because especially if you put the AI on random, you never know what you're going to get. And I, don't, it's, I find that John is awesome at the Protoss. Uh, I have only been focusing on the the Terran, Terran, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So it's still fun. I just, there's times where I just want to put my head into my (laughs) computer screen. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't even go back to it at all. Um, I know Xanar and Ralph were both like, hey, you know, come play. And I'm like, no, I I just can't. I, my stomach gets in a knot when I think about (laughs) going back. So. Aptly named so, StarCraft II Stress. <laughs> yes, yes. So have, have you, you have you been playing stuff? Oh no, uh-uh. no. 
No, I would fall under the same category of I know my skills in the multiplayer stink on ice. Yeah. So there's no way I would I would submit myself to that kind of humiliation. I'm determined to get better. I I, I am determined to get better. So I'm, I'm still interested in, in finishing that that the, you know the single player story. Mm-hmm. I'm still interested in that. So I'll put that on my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> when so, the price down low. So uh, Kim, you've been playing Puzzle Quest uh, too. Yeah. Are you yeah. enjoying that? I, I am a lot. Um, I really, really enjoyed Puzzle Quest 1. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Puzzle Quest 2. And um, this one is a little um, more even. In Puzzle Quest 1, it, it sometimes seemed like the enemy that you're, you're fighting. So basically, um, it's like a bejeweled board. Mm-hmm. And um, you're battling against the other, another person. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... When you get skulls, then you get hit points taken away from your side if they get the skulls. And if you get the skulls, they get hit points taken away. Basically, it's that kind of fight. Um, And it was always just a little bit uneven. So sometimes you would just, you know, slaughter the person. And then sometimes they would just totally slaughter you. So you really didn't know um, what you were going to get. Yeah, yeah. This one seems a little more even. As you progress along, it does just get harder. It's not like in the beginning it was, you know, automatically hard. Um, however, this one is a little bit easier than I think the first one was. Um, and it, this one has little mini games, and it's more a dungeon mm-hmm. crawler type one. Mm-hmm. It's in a dungeon rather than on the surface, going from place to place. Right. Um, so this was, this was a lot of fun. The graphics are, are beautiful. It's much better. And, you know, if you like Bejeweled and you want to take just to that next step, this is like definitely the game for you. It's just a matching gems and killing stuff. Do you, do you know if they have this on the DS yet? Cause I played the first one on a DS and I loved uh-huh. it on the DS. Yeah. It originally came out on the DS and, think the xbox um and it just came out on the pc last week maybe the week before it just came out on the pc not too long ago so um but yeah the ds they have it on the ds but i've heard that um the ds version is not as good as the other versions that's interesting it's got yeah it's it's just it's probably it's slower Hmm. so i could see because you know when you've got those everything falling like that. I know on my iPad, I have um, Puzzle Quest on my iPad and it can sometimes get slow and the graphics slow down when things are blowing up and everything. <laughs> I have to, I, I, I prefer it on the go, a type of game because it, it does feel like bejeweled to me. So it's the, ca- that's more of a casual type of game f- that I would want to take on the traveling or something like that oh yeah it's a great it's a great traveling game that's why i have it on my ipad and when i'm on the plane i just you know put on my headphones and listen to music or a podcast or an (laughs) audiobook and play puzzle quest is there a storyline to it because on the first one it was like a you know you had an interaction and you know the the text would scroll across is there Mm -hmm. is that the same it's the same way, but this story is, I think, a little deeper. It's got a little bit more meaning than the first. The first one was just kind of lame. I mean, kinda, it really it was wasn't cheesy. A, it was. It wasn't really a story there. Um, and so the second one is a little bit deeper than that. So I would definitely buy it. Um, I I enjoy it, and I'm cool. I'm looking forward to it coming out on the iPad. iPad <laughs> nice. soon. So Kim. Or not Kim, sorry, Stephanie. You've been playing <laughs> Legends and Killers, so I, 
Is that yes. awesome? Do you like it? Uh, I do like it. Uh, it's okay. So let me just back up here. The uh, Legends and Killers is the new uh, DLC for Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. and it's the first of the four planned paid ones that they have scheduled for releasing this year. So this one is strictly for multiplayer. Uh, it adds five characters from the original uh, Red Revolver game, mm-hmm. Red Dead Revolver, and uh, so you can pick any of those uh, particular characters. Uh, there's some pretty funny ones in there, but uh, the main appeal is that they are adding nine new locations for multiplayer action, if, mm. if you will. Uh, so it, it's it's not something that uh, you will see when you just go into Free Realm. It's not like extra. Uh, gang locations. It's an actual thing that you have to select and join like you, know, like you would the co-op missions. Oh, okay. uh, it actually says Legends and Killers and then you choose if you want to do gang play or free-for-all and, uh, and then you'll be put into one of those uh, nine new locations. Because not everybody has the DLC. Exactly. Yeah. Not everybody has it. However, if you have the DLC, you will get the tomahawk no matter where you are. Uh, the tomahawk will replace the throwing knives. So you can, you'd still have the tomahawk no matter where you went, but obviously nobody else would unless they had the DLC. Uh, since this is so focused on multiplayer, it's not it's not my ultimate favorite thing. Um, I am a huge fan of the co-op, so I'm very very much looking forward to the uh, DLCs that are coming later. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and don't really uh, appreciate the open uh, multiplayer, I'd say pass on this. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's cool, but it isn't. Oh my god! I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to the, to more additional co-op. So, Did, have they announced the uh, the other ones yet? Like time frame wise, uh, the next one is coming out uh, in September. Okay, and I believe the zombie one is scheduled for uh, late October, early November. Ooh. Oh, that that's kind of fitting, right? Halloween, it's exactly. <laughs> the zombie one, the third one. I thought it was the fourth one. I think it's supposed to be the fourth one, right? Oh, okay. So, okay. I was I let's math. <laughs> they haven't. I mean, they haven't officially released a, a schedule. This is just the, you know, kind of wishful thinking rumors, scuttlebutt, <laughs> rumors and scuttlebutt, right? And right now, the Legends and Killers pack is it's a little on the flaky side. We were playing a game uh, over the weekend, and people would literally just appear and disappear in front of oh. you. <laughs> like you were targeting someone and trying, to, you'd shoot them like eight times, they wouldn't go down, and then all of a sudden they'd appear like uh, twenty feet away from you, like. Uh-huh. Like what? <laughs> those are NPCs or actual players? No, actual other actual other players. Oh, weird. Um, but uh, I was just you know keeping up on their news, and they're they're having a scheduled maintenance uh, uh, this Wednesday. I was gonna say it's just not Red Dead tonight. unless there's so, bugginess. <laughs> so they're gonna. I think they're gonna be bouncing the servers tonight and uh, trying oh, to fix some of that bugginess. Cool. Are you gonna try to get in and get some XP in there? Oh, I always do, but I do it in the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will get, I will get the next level. I will get uh, once I get the um, the buffalo. I'm gonna stop because I don't really care about what the comes zebra? after that. No, I don't care about the zebra. Yeah, whatever. Buffalo that sounds cool. That's just weird. A zebra in. <laughs> I know. It's the donkey with a different color skin. <laughs> Why would I want the donkey when that was the very first thing that we were handed? Ass. So I was traveling, and Stephanie, I just want to say thank you for recommending Highborn. Ah, what a fun? a fun little game! <laughs> I, ha- yep. I that kept me occupied on my four-hour flight, pretty much the entire time. Of course, you mm. know, 
except for the time that they made me turn my iPad <laughs> <Right>. off. <laughs> but at first I was like, I didn't really understand it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, we have, it's a turn based and I got my right. little, my checkerboard and I have to move. It's just, it, it was really cute and yes. even had a little bit of element. I, I don't know if you, you might've mentioned that, but uh death spank kind yes. of humor. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say that was awesome and if, yeah i love it that's a fun game it's so much fun and you can get it on your iphone or on your ipad they have two different mm-hmm. versions of it but you and have what, is okay. that again what was that what kind of game is that again um it's turn-based oh okay yeah so, so i move i move it? my little guys right. and try to take over the towers and if you take over like a little village you'll get a healer monk and mm-hmm. you just keep moving and and then you fight and then when you actually fight one of the others so i think you're blue and they're red or maybe it's the mm-hmm. opposite but when you fight the other guys so let's say i have a, a a ranger and i'm fighting another ranger i my i think you get six guys for every one and so you're it, it reminded me of final fantasy on how you attack that way you know <laughs> really that, that's i mean because it's a the old final fantasy of course right <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, I guess the new Final Fantasy too. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of humor to it. They don't, there's no speaking voices no. to it. It's all no. just text-based, but uh, I thought, I thought the humor was funny. Uh, the, the, uh, boards were very big and, mm-hmm. uh, varied. Uh, like at one point I had to get on a boat to get to the other continent. Oh, and... I haven't even gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, a lot of the area is covered in, uh, trees mm-hmm. and there can be guys lurking in the trees. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to hide. They... Oh no. Yeah. And they always come after the monks first. Have you noticed that? They always yeah. take out because yeah. they, they have no attack. Yeah. So yeah. Just one hit. Defenseless. Yep. yep. One and done. A lot, <laughs> lot of fun though. I, but you yes. have another iPhone game that you've been playing, right? But uh, this was called Stand O Food. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> and there is a free version. There's if so, you can try it and see if you like it. Uh, if you don't like it, obviously <laughs> you don't buy it. Yeah, Stand O Food, um, where you are running like a fast food joint, and the guy looks just like a little Lego dude. Oh, the, your your little guy. Um, but the idea is that people come in and place an order for say a burger and you have to build it you know bottom bun burger cheese top bun that sort of thing the thing that makes it challenging is there are multiple rows of uh items that you would use to build the sandwich and not every item that you need is uh the first item Hmm. so you have to uh position the items so that they're available for you to to grab you know like it it's sounds like, like the bun, sushi bun, card. Really, or, yeah, remember exactly. that sushi game that I played on the right. DS? Yeah, it's all Very nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So try the light version if you don't like it. You know, obviously you don't have to buy it. But uh, I found it strangely addictive and I, I'm still playing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, uh, can, you, can you hear my eyes rolling? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys play those games. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know everyone. There are so many people who love them, though. I love them. I love I time management. Oh. So um, the <laughs> game I just downloaded yesterday, which came out for PSN yesterday and then Xbox Today, that we talked about um, a while back because we saw the preview, Shank. Do you remember that okay. game we talked about, Shank? Yep. yep. So it finally mm-hmm. came out yesterday. And 
Um, I had a chance to play it. Uh, Shank is a 2D side-scroller beat-em-up, and mm-hmm. it was written by um, the co-creator of God of War, Marianne Karawiski. Uh, yeah, uh, Marianne. I'll just call her Marianne. <laughs> so this is... Oh, how can I explain it? It makes me feel like I'm playing Adult Swim. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> it is. That could be a good thing. It that is an extremely thing. mature game. It is not for kids at all. No way, no way. Okay. Um, it, there's a lot of cussing um, and other things. But it is. It's getting some mixed reviews. I will say that uh, it's very repetitive. But the style of it, the animation of it, uh, did you ever watch Samurai Jack? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It makes me think of Samurai Jack. Um, okay. It's just a really cool visual looking game. There is a single player story and there's a multiplayer story as well. So I got Mark to come in. I'm like, come in, come in. Let's play this multiplayer. So we were playing it together and you're you're teaming up with this other guy. Uh, so Shank is the main character and I don't know if he had a name. They didn't say it, but anyway, you're just going through side scrolling and just shooting everybody. And you have a chainsaw and you have an, <laughs> uh, you have a, an actual Shank knife. <laughs> um, you do all the kinds of crazy moves. You do this one move where you can jump up in the air and you grab the guy and then you throw him down on the ground and then you like stab him. So it's very, very violent. <laughs> Even though it's cartoon violence, it's extremely violent. Okay. Um, and I would suggest if you do want to play this game, you play the single player through first because that's when you're going to get all your weapons because Mark and I were playing the multiplayer first and we didn't have any of the, the weapons unlocked. So we went through the whole board and then we got to a boss fight and they just stomped us into the ground. Oh. But then I played the single player and I unlocked the shotgun and i found that even though i unlocked it in the single player i get it in the multiplayer hmm. so it was an interesting way that is completely two different storylines um from single player and multiplayer and it so far so good um but again it's almost a little too violent for me <laughs> even <laughs> i did load it I, I did. I did buy it. I haven't um, had a chance. There's a demo play. of it too, so you can you can download the demo. Yeah, and they have the soundtrack for the game for free, the full soundtrack. So I will put a link in the show notes if you're interested in the music. Which I, I have to say, the mu- music's pretty cool. Um, I was playing it before the before the show started, and it's um, I don't know how you would. Exp- describe it (laughs) um but yeah i i'm enjoying it cool so that's what i've been playing (laughs) and kim you finally did sign up for psn plus i did i did but so far i'm not seeing the value in it Mm. Uh, i'm i did get my invite to hulu plus which is really cool for me i i really wanted hulu plus but you still have to pay 10 bucks a month you do And I probably won't continue with it, but I wanted to see it mm-hmm. um, because I sit at home. You know, I'm at home all day at my computer with nothing to do but um, watch videos and work. Um, <laughs> and so it was really nice to it. The Hulu Plus opens up the whole season versus 
um, regular Hulu where they only show like the last five. Mm-hmm. So right. that part was, I really, really like that part because now I can go catch up on entire seasons of things, which is, is good for me being, you know, just sitting here at my desk and I can catch up on those things. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep PSN Plus. Yeah, though. I'm, I'm in some place. Months and I, I haven't seen the value. You know what kind of is annoying me? Um, the, the, every single game that they're putting out there for free, I've already bought. So the newest game that they've just released for free is Mushroom Wars. It's a little tower defense game. And it's, it's free. And now I'm like, Critter Crunch was free. I had bought that. I, it's like they're ah. they're scanning my profile and saying, "What has Nicole already bought? Let's make that free." Um. <laughs> but what else is annoying is they took the other games away. Like Kim, I don't know if you've gone in. Critter Crunch isn't there anymore. So, yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, I went huh. in, and there were there wasn't a whole lot I was interested in. It was like siphon filter and. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll... Which does know. not hold up. I don't want that. I mean, I played it. And I just had a good laugh. <laughs> that was about it. So. Wow. Yeah. It would be nice if they actually had a standing library of games that were free, but it seems like they're switching them out. So you'll get Critter Crunch for free during this time. Now you'll get Mushroom Wars for free. So, yeah, I'm not seeing a huge value in it either, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they so, maybe they have something ex- planned. I don't know. Yeah, and that's but. a you know it's it's brand new, so maybe there is going to be something a little bit better. Um, I did get Scott Pilgrim versus did the you? World. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, it was it's okay. You know, it's, <laughs> it was no big deal. It was just a cute little side scrolling, um, fight, yeah, fighting game. Yeah, um, and so that was that was fun, but no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Hmm. So, okay, well, let's move on to bargain buys and iPhone games, which we've talked about a couple of iPhone, iPad games already. But um, uh-huh. one iPhone game that I just uh, noticed today was is a brand new game called Juggle Monsters. And this is free. <laughs> it's so... The music is adorable, by the way. Um, but it's free. And it does say that you need the uh, OS 4, because apparently it will crash if you have something else and a lot uh, of people bummer you can i don't know if you can hear this oh it's cute music <laughs> it's that so is cute. cute and so the object of the game is you're this little monster and you get you start off with three little juggle balls and you're tapping on them to make sure that they stay in an air and then as a balloon floats by you can take one of the the balls and hit the balloon and a another item will come down so it's usually like a fish so you can juggle a fish (laughs) (laughs) it's just cute it's free i thought it was worth mentioning so there's my uh my iphone game and i it's worth mentioning uh plain sight it was a a game that i talked about on the show a few episodes back it was used to be ten dollars Right now, today and tomorrow, it is on sale for two dollars. So, if you are interested in being a uh, ninja suicidal robot, <laughs> which is the premise of this game, right? it's a lot of fun. It's worth two bucks. It's I have fun with it. And it's multiplayer too. So, it's on Steam. Two dollars until tomorrow. I highly recommend it. In fact, cool. I'm probably going to get a four pack, and I'm going to 
give some of these give uh, <laughs> copies out on the on the show in the future. Nice. So nice, awesome. So Kim, what's your your uh, game? Oh, I'm so excited about this. So <laughs> excited! <laughs> you can now get the premiere edition of Hello Kitty online for only nineteen ninety nine. Only nineteen ninety nine. Oh, ninety nine. <laughs> How much is it so- usually? <laughs> free. <laughs> <laughs> But what this comes with is $15 worth of free cash points. So I guess um, it's like a micro payment system. Still not not adding up to $19.99, though. No. um, (laughs) Your choice of a unique retail-only pet. Oh. Which I don't know how much those are normally. Mm. Um, You get a collector's limited edition postcards. Okay. (laughs) And then a full-color 82-page game manual packed with gorgeous images of your favorite characters. So I guess if you're a huge Hello Kitty fan, maybe that would be worth it. We have a friend that we know she is. Hmm, Maybe Samantha? Maybe Samantha. (laughs) In fact, it was funny because when Hello Kitty Online was first announced, um, you could go and get a Hello Kitty Online email address oh, and really? me and her went and did that so we both have hello kitty um email addresses uh fang 14 in the chat room is like i will have hello kitty <laughs> <laughs> i just thought this was so cute I, I really wonder i guess people who would buy this are people who are already in a store like Best Buy or, you know, some yeah. uh, Target and they're buying a video game for a little girl. That, so it would be they, perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see them buying this, not knowing that it's free online or that you have those micropayments mm-hmm. in, in game, you know, mm-hmm. so um, I could see them doing something like that. And I guess the $15 worth of cash points and then a unique retail only pet. Is was, the pet is it plushy or is it no, no, it's an in-game, in-game, oh, it's in-game, in-game pet. I was yeah, hoping something tangible. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it says no. the wow person. Never mind. It is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You have a wind rider. You <laughs> have a Hello Kitty pet. <laughs> and I tried to get into the beta for Hello Kitty Online, but I never got in. So mm. I was very disappointed. Right, but you can it's and so this is retail. Um you can go to Amazon or wherever, nineteen ninety nine. Go get it. Fang. Instead you have something for the iPad, but it's not a game. It is not a game, uh, but it is probably the best thing I have added to my iPad in a very, very long time. It is in fact a book called The Peddler Lady. And if you go to the iTunes store right now, it is at the top of the paid um applications list because it is that good. Um, it is an amazing animated story that seriously will change the future of, uh, electronic books. Hmm. Uh, because when you start out it, um, you know, you, you're looking at the cover page and then it actually starts to move. And, and then this very soothing voice, uh, speaks the title and music starts to play and you just get completely sucked into this story, which is charming all on its own, but, the the actual animation and artwork and music are are just stunning that you i seriously cannot praise this enough and every time i show it to someone they have exactly the same reaction like i have never seen anything like this before and how can i get it and are they making more because it is that good it kind of reminds me of something that i downloaded from playstation plus which was um 
Uncharted came out with Eye of Indora, and it was mm-hmm. four comic books, but it was the voice of, of Nathan Drake, and it mm-hmm. had all the voice acting, but it was it was comic, but it moved, but it was still, mm-hmm. it still wasn't like true, like cartoon or that kind of animation. It was like a okay. moving comic book. So I like, put that on there and I was wondering what that was. You should, it's really good. It's only a dollar 25 on PlayStation. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, wow, I sh- I should get that. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I should get that. I got, I, I, I watched all four of them. There's four episodes in that book series mm-hmm. and it's funny because it's it sounds very similar to this because it's not it's not necessarily a game but the game system is um kind of leveraging their console or uh, in this case the ipad um to deliver some different kind of content that we're mm-hmm. not used to seeing so right. i have to check that out yeah the peddler lady yes That's very cool all right so let's move on to news keep this show on track um, we have a couple Angry bird stories. <laughs> this is for Ralph. Oh, angry birds, we love you. So it's like, really? There's two Angry bird stories? <laughs> no. Is that... Well, when you put your Angry bird story up, I'm like, but I already have that one up. Then I'm like, uh-huh. oh, that's totally different. I know. <laughs> so what's your, your Angry bird story, Kim? Well, my Angry bird story is that um, Rovio, the... Finnish creator um, of Angry Birds. Um, it's rumored that they are trying to cross the franchise over to other platforms like TV shows, movies, mm-hmm. toys, and comic books. And I thought that was pretty cool. Can you imagine a cartoon of Angry Birds or uh, an Angry Bird movie? <laughs> I want an Angry Bird plushie. I, I do the pig plushie. I want the pig with that snorting noise. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, definitely plushies. They've got to do plushies. But I mean, I could see like at least a short or something with these guys oh, sure. in in kind of the ice um, ice age thing mm-hmm. where, you know, mm-hmm. a squirrel where they never actually talk, but they've got all those expressions and you know exactly what that little squirrel is thinking. I could, you know exactly what these birds would be thinking, you know? Yes. Wow. So I, these I numbers think... are crazy. They've sold over 6.5 million units of its 99 cent iPhone app. Woo. And the free app was downloaded 11 million times. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just, you know, a testament to their quality. It's a good game. Well, and because of, of that, they are um, looking to move it over to PSN and the PSP. And they've so, also launched it on the Palm platform. Oh, have they? I didn't hear. They that have, the yeah. So it's you can get it on Palm now too, which I don't know how many people actually have. Yeah, a Palm. hands up. Who's still oh, got a Palm? <laughs> oh, I know. The- I know people have Palms. And Do you really ten have years them? ago, I had a Palm. <laughs> oh, they, I know people that have Palms. Well, they've got yeah. People have got that um, Pixie or and the Pre. Is that what it is? I think it's mm-hmm. pre- yeah. So, pre. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be coming. To the PSP, which I have to say I'm really excited about because so, that's what I take on my travels is my PSP. So, so I wonder how that's – I guess um, you're going to use the little joystick. I, I would think that would be the way mm-hmm. – Yeah. Okay. You would shot. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, would be versus, really good on the DS too. It would be. It would be really cool on the DS. I haven't – it doesn't say that it's coming out on DS, does it? No. I, this is from PlayStation's blog when they announced it. So – um, and it's being optimized specifically for the PSP. So there you go. 
it doesn't mm-hmm. say when, but um, eventually. <laughs> oh, it says it says soon. Someday. So soon. <laughs> that tells I me even more. It doesn't say how much it's going to be. Is it? Mm-hmm. I bet you anything. It's going to be like nine ninety nine. You think? Oh yeah. I could see it yeah. probably being four ninety nine. Yeah, I think it's going to be more expensive than the ninety nine cents. Oh yeah. That oh, for sure. You can get it. Yeah. yeah. I I, see, I think it'll be more expensive too. Oh well. <laughs> okay. Um. So, have you guys heard of a TV show called The Ultimate Gamer? I have sadly it. seen commercials for it. <laughs> I have sadly. So, seen those apparently season two is already right now being aired um on the sci-fi network yes the sci-fi network a video game Mm -hmm. reality a video game reality show called the ultimate gamer so i uh i was like how in the world did i miss this because (laughs) um the first season is you can watch the four the the whole season of season one on YouTube right now, every single episode they have. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching the first episode of season one um, and watching all the stereotypes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I will say there, the moment that just kind of made me go really was the guys talking about their competition with the women and how, of course. you know, they weren't threatened by any of them. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and I, I will say a guy won the first season. So there, the second season is being aired right now. There's one girl that I have my eye on that I think she might take it. Her name's well, Cat, Cat Gun. So when they, when they did it, was it, was it even the same amount of boys as the same amount of girls? Um, I think so. I think they do try to even it out. And every one of them has their own specialty. What's interesting about this reality show, and I, I hate to admit it, I'm kind of, I kind of got into watching the show, um, <laughs> is because they do a real life um, activity. So like, for instance, the episode I watched was uh, Rock Band was the game of choice. So their real life activity, they actually had to perform instruments, real instruments in front of a group of people oh, so cool. so they had their band and they couldn't sing <laughs> they were just, and they couldn't play the guitar <laughs> and then and then um it's an elimination of course so every week somebody goes home and then the the video game round of it was they had to group together in a rock band and play certain songs and and do really well and of course the one on the bottom went up for elimination and the very last kind of part of the show is the two people that so the main person uh that was the loser of the whole competition is definitely in the elimination round and then the winner of the whole that episode picks someone from the group to go up against that person so it can still be kind of sneaky strategic in a way because the girl in that episode was like three-time rock band champion and the guy who won the whole thing didn't even put her in to go up against the guy that was in the bottom tier so there's there's of course dynamics and relationships and things like that but anyway um, if you're interested in the Ultimate Gamer reality show, if you're into reality, if you're into gaming, <laughs> I have to say it's kind of my guilty pleasure at the moment. Um, yeah, that's on sci-fi. 
So. <laughs> I, I might have to watch that. That's on Hulu, you said? No, it's on uh, Sci-Fi. Like oh, well, but oh, I don't. You... I don't know if it's on Hulu. Uh, I, season I season one is definitely on YouTube. On YouTube, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was on Hulu. I thought I could I see it. I, it's probably. I haven't checked Hulu, Hulu, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's on Hulu. I thought I'd saw it on there, but maybe not. Maybe I just had seen it someplace else. But these but... are these are competitive gamers. I mean, they hold titles. They're they're hardcore. So it's a uh, it's interesting to see and to watch so there you go <laughs> thought i mentioned that um let's see the other thing that i wanted to make sure since it's probably my favorite game so far this year one of them death spank so just how we were talking how the game ended and we're, i'm like you know what they're setting up for dlc <laughs> right. well they did they they definitely did and so i put a blog post out there a press release came out um just a couple days ago that the new DLC for Death Spank will be released September 21st for the PlayStation um, and Xbox Live. It will be released on September 22nd. For some reason, it always seems like PlayStation gets it the day before. That was the way Shank worked, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called, wait for it, uh, wait a minute, T-O-V, Thong of Virtue. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Thong, uh, actually, thongs of virtue. Thongs yes. of virtue. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Remember how we were saying it? The the power is in his purple thong. Right. <laughs> that, that's. I think it's going to go more into that story. Thongs of virtue. Will... <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so, I'm so looking forward to this. So, so very much. Anyway. All right. Um, and then we also have... Uh, uh, Kim, you found an article about a judge allowing a gamer to sue for MMO addiction. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting because I, I think there have been other um, lawsuits mm-hmm. like this one in the past. I don't know. This really doesn't say why this one is different from the other ones. It could have just been that it's a different judge in a different um, area. But um, basically, this Arizona man... Um, is playing Lineage 2, um, oh. and he said he played it for 20,000 hours between 2004 and 2009, mm-hmm. and he alleges he would have not begun playing if he was aware that he would have become addicted to it. Um, so basically, he's saying that they acted negligently in failing to warn or instruct or adequately warn mm-hmm. the plaintiff or others that it's dangerous and um there was no, you know, safe and proper method of using the game, <laughs> the a warning in the game. Oh. <laughs> this is, uh, well, I mean, we've talked about I, this kind of thing in the past. And so he, the the suit is actually going to go through, huh? Well, right now, I mean, they he, um, he hasn't, this, this judge hasn't dismissed it on um the grounds that they've brought up so far you know they they could still you know the plaintiff who is nc soft um is still fighting on getting it dismissed so it still may not go to court but as of right now um it's it's got clearance to take it to court wasn't lank talking about something in the forum that um what was what was the game that's putting in controls for it's an mmo it's putting in controls for taking breaks. I can't. Is it the Star Wars? I think one? it is Star Wars, where they're Star Wars. They're one. putting in places that I guess um, 
pauses. I don't know. I can't. I, I haven't. I need. I should have looked up the article. I need to look that up. Um, but hey, you take a break. Yeah, <laughs> and then the game stops. Was that it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, this this is such a. It, it is a sensitive topic because the people actually go through this kind of like addiction. Um, I. we're not making light of that at all, but it it comes to a point where you have to take responsibility for what you're doing, whether it's a video game, whether it's anything else on the internet. um, There has to be some kind of accountability. Well, and I, you know, there, there are people who have those addictive type personalities that they get addicted to whatever. It could be TV. It could be alcohol. Mm -hmm. It could be, chewing gum it could be gambling i mean it could be anything um it's just i think there's people predisposed Mm -hmm. to i I totally agree you know more more so than other people and i think everybody gets addicted you know air quotes at some point on something Mm -hmm. um how long it lasts though you know if you can control that addiction what was that Um, movie we we talked about where it showed the wow um, kind of the, oh, it was uh, second second skin. Yeah, second mm-hmm. skin, and it talked and about this kind of thing as well. So yeah, yeah. All right, here's here's my favorite part of the article. It says the Hawaiian man became so addicted he is quote unable to function independently in what? usual daily activities such as getting up, getting dressed, bathing, or communicating with families and friends. What? Um, what? It sounds like he was held captive in his house, bound and gagged. Play, no. play this game. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done all those things. You just lacked the willpower. Well, and that's what, yeah, I I imagine that um, this case um, would go and they would bring up that there's something else wrong with him. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. just the game. I mean, Absolutely. It, when, when it gets to that point, doesn't, I mean... That, that seems extreme, yeah. and I can't get up. I, okay, I know people who play and it, an it does now. say that NC Soft is urging the judge to dis- dismiss the yeah. case. Yeah, so. it just—it's just horrible that it's it, now it's on it's the software company to prove yeah. that there's something defective with this guy. I mean, you know, whatever happened to common sense? I mean, this is and I, this is not to go off on a tangent, but this is why I don't shirk jury duty. Because of cases like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one that says, you know what, I don't want to be on jury duty. And then some idiots get up there and say, wow, you know, this game really is bad. I think we should vote for this guy. Like, what? <laughs> what? Mm. No. <laughs> All right. So we'll keep an eye out on that and hopefully it'll, it'll get thrown out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so because I I can't believe that I mean games and we talked about that games actually being addictive or them setting them up to be a, addictive mm-hmm. right. but uh, you know uh, there's still a point where you have to have some re- self responsibility mm-hmm. absolutely all right so we have another game coming out which has been out for a while but it looks like it's coming to the PS3 finally yeah. after I bought. My copy on the PC. <laughs> <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah. So looks like Mass Effect 2 is coming to the PC in January of 2011. So only... PS3. Oh, PS3. did I say did I say PS3? What did I say? You said PC. PC. Uh, PS3. My bad. Yeah. Um, it's my bitterness. 
<laughs> but see, like what, like, exactly like you said, they're they're watching what you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying, oh, I gotta check my house. <laughs> now we're gonna release it for this too. <laughs> well, also, the DLC is coming out for Mass Effect 2 uh, pretty soon. I think it's in September. Oh, um, there's, a, there's a new DLC coming out for Mass Effect 2. So, fine when they wait that long, it, it, it almost gets lost. Yeah, it really does. Because now I'm like, okay, I, I have played this through one and a half times now. Um, you know, the DLC could have come out six months ago. I find when, like, for instance, with the Alan Wake DLC, I was like, hmm? oh, I forgot all the controls. And we've had emails come in where they, they say, you know, I'm playing too many different games and each one of them I'm thinking, you know, like Modern Warfare 2, I'm throwing grenades when I'm, I didn't mean to. That's what happens to me. It's like I've, I've, I've played, I've finished, I've moved on. Now my brain is wiring a different game to that yes. controller. So now I have to quickly go back to this DLC, which honestly will only last maybe two hours. So, and rewire my brain for those controls. And half, <laughs> literally half the game, I'm like, what is jump? <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously. I, I, I have to, I need like at least 10 minutes to reorient myself. <laughs> Yeah. What were my commands again? <laughs> All right. So let's move on to World of Warcraft. We have, um, we actually have a few things happening. Um, in fact, with the collector's edition, details were released. Yes, Kim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The collector's edition, um, the new little pet is going to be a little Deathwing. Which, it looks adorable. No, it doesn't. It looks <laughs> so monstrosserous. Yeah, it's like this deformed little, like, no. murloc body with a... It looks post-apocalyptic. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I think it looks adorable with the little, you know, death wing mask Adorably on. ugly. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I liked it because Deathwing is cool looking. All the pictures of him. And little Deathwing is so cute. Oh my God. I, I thought it was adorable. Man, where the hell have you guys been? <laughs> and also, BlizzCon Pet was announced today. Oh, what? Yes. It's a little, it's a little Murloc. Um, what, what is the little Murloc dressed up as? Um, or maybe that's what I was looking at then. Yeah, there is a Murloc one um, for the BlizzCon pet, and it's got the Deathwing mask kind of thing on, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the actual flying Deathwing is... Oh, I see oh, what... Oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. see... You're looking at the BlizzCon pet. I was looking at the BlizzCon pet. Yeah, that's okay, really... Yeah, that, that is a little creepy. <laughs> very creepy looking. <laughs> I, I wonder if it does. It doesn't say what the animation on it is. But also, we're going to get... Um, things for starcraft 2 which is pretty cool so not only are we getting the pet um for the in-game world of warcraft um there's gonna be oh and and his name is deathy is the little murloc's name (laughs) um and you'll also be able to um display your title pride in starcraft 2 with a murloc marine character portrait and a pair of deep sea decals to emblazon on your units huh. each with a different terran protoss or zerg design very cool which is pretty cool for the people who you know are playing starcraft 2 instead of instead of wow you get something mm. do as i well. get yours i'll give mine away to somebody I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing are you guys going to get the collector's edition 
I've already ordered it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I pre-ordered it from Amazon um, because last time I forgot to do it and I was really disappointed. So um, I'll only get one for, I've got two accounts now and I'll only get one collector's edition to put on my main account. I'm going to pre-order it through GameStop so I can go in and get it instead Mm -hmm. of waiting for it in the mail like I did last Uh time. I got so impatient that I went out and I bought a copy, (laughs) the regular copy, and then I waited a week before I got my collector's edition and so i had two copies of it did it take so, that long well i mean i've got two for, copies too because i didn't get my collector's edition on that first day i couldn't find one yeah so i had to go mm-hmm. and one. I had exactly the same thing happened to me i ended up with two copies <laughs> so all of us ended up with two copies <laughs> yeah so oh, like, i don't have the collector's edition for the very first one which i'm very no. sad oh, oh me too they're so expensive now they're like oh. a bucks people are selling them for. That's yeah. Crazy. Ridiculously expensive. It's really for the pet. I mean, when yeah, you break it's all it down, for the it's pet. For the pet. <laughs> what's the, what's the, the pet, pet in uh, the first one? It's uh, different. The pets. panda, right? Well, you know, your choice of three. But now you can get all three. Oh. It used to be that it was random. When you very first got it, I thought it was random. Mm-hmm. And But now they've changed it where you can actually get all three. Oh. So... Yeah. Curse you. <laughs> I know. I, oh. But I have the last two collector's editions. Yeah. So definitely definitely getting the collector's edition for this cool. one. All right. So um, I also have an email. We have a, a couple of emails, actually, that I, I decided to bring up to this part of the show. Um, and this is from Jared. So he says... Hi, hi, LOL. I've been listening to your show <laughs> since since it's been on Frog Pants, and as always, it remains excellent. Well, thank you. Thank I you. have a little something for your other fans. Feel free to give it away however you'd like. It's a loot card for Papa Hummel's old-fashioned pet biscuits. Yay! So uh, Jarrett was, was very kind enough to give us the code for this Papa Hummel's old-fashioned pet biscuits. And what I'm going to do with the code is sometime... Between now and this weekend, I'm actually going to put it up on our Twitter feed. So if you follow Ladies Elite on Twitter, that's twitter.com slash ladies elite, mm-hmm. um, I will be putting that code up. So whoever gets it first gets the biscuits. So, Ooh. Oh, it's just first come? First come, first serve. <laughs> All right. I don't really, I mean, I don't want to manage it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy. I'm sorry. So if you're a follower of Ladies Elite and you play WoW and you're wanting some Papa Hummel's old-fashioned biscuits, um, courtesy of Jared, um, be looking. Uh, I'll probably put it up. To be honest with you, I'll probably put it up on Friday. <laughs> so ah. Take a look on Friday. <laughs> so there you go. So thank you, Jared. That was super, yes, super cool. And uh, whoever gets that, those biscuits will probably be thanking you as well. And yes, I love those. Stephanie, I, I gave you this email because I know you've you've tanked in the past. I have. You have, so. <laughs> but I'm very interested in this because um, my paladin is now a tank. Ooh. So I have this exact same question okay. uh, that she does. So All right. So this is from Seattle Joe. And uh, the email starts out with uh, tank intimidation. I consider myself a newbie when it comes to WoW. After hitting 80 with my hunter, I decided to roll a paladin tank. Yeah, hating the Q times as DPS. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm having performance anxiety. After all, as DPS, there is backup if I screw up. But as a tank, it's all me. Can you provide any tips to help me get over this anxiety? 
I tried hard not to be the huntard. Now I want to avoid being the fail tank. And again, that's from Seattle Joe. <laughs> yeah. I you... have the exact same thing right now. Yeah. Um, I, I am scared to death to go out there and tank and I've, you know, I'm setting up everything. I'm, I'm reading stuff, but still just getting to that point that I'm like, okay, I can, I can actually try to tank something right now. It's, it's scary. It healing and, um, mm-hmm. yes, I, I wasn't scared to do either of those. Uh, oh, healing for me. I've had a lot of anxiety with healing. Well, there, yeah, there's definitely anxiety with it, but because sure. everyone I, blames the healer, those yeah. are the two that everyone blames: the healer and the yeah, tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's ever going to blame the, the the DPS. Oh my god, you didn't DPS hard enough. Whatever. But yeah, as a um, as a tank, everyone naturally sees you as the leader, mm-hmm. for rightly or wrongly. When when you go into an instance, everyone expects you as the tank to one mark the targets if you're going to do that. And two, know the polls. And that's where the difficulty comes from. Because uh, as DPS, all you're doing is waiting for the tank to gather up all the mobs. And then you start DPSing. You're either going to be AOEing or you're going to single target off of what the tank is targeting, hopefully. And uh, and then you're going to take down the ads. And, and as a DPS, it's pretty hard to screw up unless you pull aggro. Uh, but uh, as a tank, it's much, much more difficult because you have especially most pulls are multiple targets, you have to keep rotating your aggro across all the targets to make sure they're hitting you. That was always my philosophy when I was a tank, is as, as long as they're on me, I'm fine. As long as they're attacking me and no one else, I'm good. Uh, but that means you're constantly having to rotate between the targets um, and making sure that they're not that their aggro isn't starting to be pulled away uh, to someone else. And God forbid one of them does get away from you, then you need to intercept it and uh, pull it back to you, uh, you know, with a taunt or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. All the tricks that you tanks have. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we do, but most people, if you've never played a tank, are don't know that they ha- are on a cooldown. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be a DPS and you're going crazy and you pull uh, a mob off uh, and the tank you know, uses his aggro uh, to pull the the mob back, he's got a cooldown. He can't do it again. If you happen to go crazy again, uh, you know, you're probably going to eat it for a while because <laughs> there really isn't much they could do. So, um, you know what I would suggest to get mm-hmm. a healer that you feel comfortable and confident with. Right. That, uh, yeah, my tip was going to be, well, obviously, your best situation would be if you've got four other people that are willing to run with you mm-hmm. and, and you know, go at a very, very slow pace. That's the ideal situation. But um, if you can't do that, then just get one other person. Um, ideally, one person that has already played a tank or, uh, like you said, a healer. But um, I was blessed when I was uh, um, learning to tank that I was given great tanking advice from my old uh, GM who was who was just the best tank I ever knew Cutty. and he Ralph is in the chat room by the way Cuddy <laughs> <laughs> is far and away you know just he's like my hero he's like on love Cuddy love Cuddy he's like on love. a it's like we've come to the end of the show that's all the audio I was able to salvage for this recording um, I do again apologize for for that um, but 
uh, I wanted to make sure that we did get the contest entered in to the end of the show since that was one of the things that I did lose. So um, this contest is actually for some really cool tickets to see the new documentary that's going to be coming out called The Raid. This is for a pre-screening that um, has been organized by the wonderful Stompolina over at Roarcast, and she has given us tickets to give to our audience. So if you are going to be in the L.A. area on October 23rd, or if you're going to BlizzCon, like a lot of us are, um, this, this will be an awesome event to attend. So really, it's simple. All you have to do is listen to the uh, video game audio clip that I'm going to play here in a second and tell me what the video game is and send us an email at contest at ladiesofleet.com. It's that simple. So here is your 30 second clip. So again, if you want to enter the contest and win tickets to the Raid documentary pre-screening, just send your email to contest at lazyofleet.com with the answer to the video game. Um, and we will announce the winners uh, on the next episode of Ladies Elite, which happens to be when Kim, Stephanie, and I are going to be at DragonCon in a couple weeks. So we'll have a... Uh, live show um, we'll all be there in person so it'll be the first time for that should be fun so again thanks everyone for uh, listening to the show and um, good luck if you're going to enter the contest and we'll see you in two weeks bye Oh, good. It's like you're there.